Hey mama, welcome to the Lovely Life Podcast. I'm Amy, a wife, mother, and nurse turned spiritual life coach who has spent a majority of her life doing all the things I thought I was supposed to do. Until one day I realized that by doing the things I thought I should do, instead of the things that my intuition was calling me to do, I was single-handedly sabotaging my own life, marriage, career, and relationships. It's my belief that every woman was put on this earth to do incredible things, no matter what that looks and feels like for her. It's my passion to help other women like me take back their personal power and realize how truly incredible and capable they are of changing their own story and finally living the lovely, fulfilling, and aligned life that their heart and soul truly craves. I'm so glad you're here, and it's my sincerest hope that by sharing my own journey navigating through personal growth, marriage, motherhood, entrepreneurship, and building a life I love to wake up to, you feel empowered to do the same. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the Lovely Life Podcast. I'm so happy you're here and I'm pretty dang excited about the topic of today's episode. So today's episode is based off of requests that I've gotten. So many requests that I've gotten recently about sharing my morning routine. Um, I put, if you don't follow me on social media, uh, Lovely Life Tribe Co., I recently, actually today, put up a sticker of asking, what do you want to hear about on the podcast? And it's so funny that, you know, my morning routine came up because it's literally something that I have been asked about so many times over the years. And it's been coming up a lot with my one-on-one clients. Um... And so I actually just created a training for them um, about my morning routine. So I figure, you know, why not come here and really give my honest um, view and perception and advice about how it is that my, what I feel like a morning routine and our daily routine really is about and what it really should do for you and help you achieve Um, because this has evolved for me so much over the last five years and I say five years because five years ago when I first um, started my health and fitness coaching business um, was really when my morning routine was born It's really when I started to get intentional about the time that I spent before when I first woke up and what I I really craved at the time to just feel more centered going into my day. And of course, you know, I had been working out, you know, before I start, I became a health and fitness coach. And obviously that was, you know, my morning, I've always been a morning person to some degree. 
um, aka I love the morning. I It's my favorite time of day. I love that quiet, peaceful time of the morning. And mostly because usually I'm alone and I love and cherish my alone time so much. Um, because as a nurse, as a spouse, now as a mother, having time for just me is probably the most valuable time ever. <laughs> um, and I'll get into that a little bit more. But my for my like so the birth of like my morning routine really was born then um but as I got deeper into my coaching business and deeper into I say deeper into my story my into my journey my self-healing journey because even though I didn't realize it at the time and def and even though I I really struggled um, at many points throughout the last five years with my identity, with my worth, with, you know, boundaries, everything, it all was leading me here. It all led me to the point of which I have been, you know, over the last year and a half made this massive shift in massive, you know, life changes, mindset changes, personal changes to be the person that I am today. Um, but at the time, you know, I look back now and it's just so funny to see how like my morning routine is just one of those really awesome ways for me to look back and reflect at how much I've grown because, I, you know, my morning routine started literally with me just waking up and giving myself like, you know, maybe a half hour extra time before like on top of like my, the time I would get up to get my workout done. So I basically essentially set my, my, my clock back an hour and before I would normally get up. So I could allow myself the time to flow, to get up, make coffee, drink water, drink my pre-workout, whatever it was, and have time, make the time for myself to be able to read personal development books. <laughs> That's really why I started one. Why I started a morning routine was because I craved that growth then. I craved peace. I craved more confidence. I craved, you know, just to be more centered going into my shifts as a nurse and, um, you know, to gain perspective. And I was, I loved it. I fell in love with it very quickly. But what I really need you to kind of understand it, the more that we get into this is that though you can start something with one intention or with, you know, one motivator, what we have to be aware of is the fact that we are always growing. We are always changing. Our seasons of life are always changing. We as people are always changing. And I feel like that is something that so many people, so many women, and so many moms especially are just simply like not aware enough of the fact that we are always evolving and that we are never stagnant and that we have to honor ourselves and honor that. So the problem with my morning routine that I want to share with you and is was my mindset around it didn't evolve with it 
always. Um, you know, as a health and fitness coach, what it kind of did, and it started out as this really, you know, beautiful thing that I did for myself, it turned into something that became a way for me to almost like compare myself to others. You know, it almost became a way for me to, um, how do I say this? Like, it was a way for me to like, be like, look at me, like, look how, you know, I did it. I, you know, because I became known for the girl that woke up, you know, early in the morning before her shifts that I almost, it's like, I almost, again, that dopamine hit of like being able to say, check off the box, say I did it, share it with my clients, share it with my, you know, my groups, um, to post that story on Instagram that here I am, you know, crack of dawn, reading my personal development, doing my journaling, whatever, so that other people could be like, you know, yay you, you know? And it's almost like shameful for me to just admit that, but that's the honest truth. And that's very much why part of the reason why I started this podcast is because I want to take down all the walls and I want to be completely and frankly honest with you about the messiness and about the trial and error that comes with being human and comes with truly, truly like growing as a, as a person and healing and motherhood. <laughs> so I really feel like it's important to, to talk about the mindset around morning routines and daily routines because what has really shifted for me over the last year and a half has come from you know letting go of that ego of healing the ego that I have been living from you know I've been letting essentially my ego run the show for years um because I've been afraid of you know not being worthy enough of not being accepted of, you know, I had wounds, (laughs) wounds that were presented in ways that I didn't even recognize or know at the time. And my morning routine was just one small way that like when I finally was on my path this last year and a half of really, you know, working with coaches and mentors and really getting in tuned with my body and really getting in tuned with um, my stories and what's been holding me back. It's the fact that I've been driven and I've been pretty much been working from a program of doing things, you know, maybe yes, with good intentions, but I always end up kind of falling into that trap of comparison and trying doing things because of a should because it becomes a should for me because it becomes something that I feel like I have to do and not that I crave to do want to do just for me and because it's serving me so that's my little like um preface to this episode Um, as I'm going to dive in and tell you about my morning routine is that it's going to look different for you. And not only is it going to look different for you because we're all different and what's important to us is going to be different and how we like to start our day is going to be different. My morning routine is different than it was 
three months ago. My morning routine will probably be different in three months from now. And to be even more honest and clear, every single day my morning routine varies to some degree because I realized that my morning routine does not define me. My morning routine does not determine my worth, what I get accomplished. Like, yes, it's important to have, you know, it's it's important to have like some sort of an idea of what you want to do and or have like a plan, you know, to set those intentions, set your alarm, but give yourself the, you know, um, to create the habit, um, create the, you know, the, the, the new program, but every single day, it's like giving yourself that space and grace to be human, to be in the season that you're in and know that it's okay if you don't get everything done. It's okay if you don't do all the things. The fact is, is that you've created that habit. You've, you've set aside and allotted that time for you and that you have basically made yourself a priority. Okay. And it doesn't matter how much you get done in that time that you just, but the fact that you decided and that you set in motion and the intention and the the will to create time for you. That's what matters, truly. And so to this day, you know, like I said, every single day my morning routine looks different. Sometimes I get all the things done. Some days I get one thing done, right? But what matters to me the most is that I figured out what matters to me the most out of my morning routine. I I make it and I do that first thing. And what matters to me the most is like I said that that alone time for myself, that time that brief time to just center my thoughts, center my mind, tap into my subconscious, get into my body and really truly honor myself. Because no matter what comes next, I know that at least I had that and I can be grateful for that because I made that time for me. Okay, so with that said, I, I, I really wanted to share all that because I don't want anyone to compare their chapter to mine because this has been, like I said, a, a trial and error journey that has been over a five-year period and, you know, you might not be where I'm at. You might be at the very beginning. Or you might already have a morning routine and it might, maybe you're just looking for like a little insight for what it is that I'm doing, but I really want you to take home from this, like I said, to not compare yourself to me and just to have that self-awareness of like, there's no shame here of what you do versus what I do. And that, you know, you, maybe if you do have a morning routine, I hope that like maybe you can have a little more awareness too, maybe for yourself to see where it is you're coming from as you go into your morning routine, maybe shifting that mindset around what you do and why you do it. Um, because that's really the big shift for me because that's what gives me the most peace in my days is because no longer am I, do I feel like I'm grading myself, um, you know, with, how successful my day was and my morning routine used to be a part of that 
grading system. You know, did I get it done? Did I do all the things? Did I accomplish all the tasks that I set out to do? And if I didn't, it was just a way for me to, again, spiral into um, unworthiness, thoughts, and anxiety. So, yeah. I have really intended for this episode to be short, but I have a feeling it's going to be one of my slightly longer ones. But with that said, let's dive in. So my morning routine really, like I said, I like to set my alarm for at least an hour before my son gets up. So like I said, this is based off the season that I'm in. I currently have an almost two-year-old um, I am a part-time nurse there. I work two days a week at my hosp- local hospital right now in the ICU. So two days on my week, I get up and have to be to work by seven. Um, but regardless of that, my son is usually almost always up by 6am or around 6am. So that means that if I want to have alone time that I need to make sure I get my butt, you know, up and going, um, around five. And like I said, some days this is easier than others. Some days I do it. Some days there was a period, you know, some days or some weeks even, I am so excited and motivated to get up and have that time that I I have no problem with waking up to that alarm. Recently though, I've had to give myself tons of space and grace with this because I am 35 weeks pregnant and the last, you know, third trimester has been exhausting. You know, I, I definitely been feeling it. I've been going to bed early and I've also been, um, struggling with my wake up. So again, that's something I don't beat myself up about, but I still set that alarm and I still set the intention. Some days I get right up with it. Some days I snooze for 15, 20, maybe 30 minutes. So that's full transparency there. But my recommendation always is to give yourself an hour. So pick the time, find the time that you absolutely like have to get up by and then put, set it back an hour. If you really want to have something that, again, doesn't feel rushed and doesn't feel like pretty much rushed (laughs) and you and if you want to guarantee that you really truly get some alone time for yourself so I set my alarm I get up and one of the things that I have come to do that I always like now it's just a part of what I do is I go out I feed the dogs and I go get a big glass of water so I'd like to drink about 32 ounces of water first thing before I drink caffeine I drink water um it's something I've done for years. It's something that I kind of learned to do too in the more, and I know it's super valuable, especially when it comes to gut health and to hormones as well. So I drink water, I get my pre-workout, I grab a protein bar, and I hop back in bed. So my second tip is to, you know, I guess would be to drink water because I think drinking water too really helps wake up the system. And so, you know, it really takes away that grogginess. So once you're out of bed, literally, hardest part, drinking water just kind of like seals the deal, I feel. (laughs) You know, it seals the deal like you're up and it wakes up your system, hydrates your system, makes you feel more energized even before you ever take a sip of caffeine. Um, And that's coming from a person that has only drinking 
like maybe 100 to 200 milligrams of caffeine a day for the last three, four years. So maybe I have a lower tolerance than you, or, you know, I don't live off of as much as you, but that's what I've come to experience. But my third tip is to pick a place in your house that makes you feel the most comfortable. My bed is my happy place. So I have always just hopped right back in bed. And, you know, now I have a husband and he is sleeping still when I do get up typically every single morning. And so as a courteous to him, but also just because this is how, again, what feels best for me is I keep the lights off and I um, will go back in bed and I kick off my morning routine with a meditation. So it looks like so different than what it was uh, five years ago. So now I go right into to mindset. I go right into a meditation or hypnosis and right now I've been listening, the last three months I've been listening to all my guided meditations and hypnosis that I have, um, my mentor has created. Um, so I've been binging on those um, and they're all generally around 10 to 15 minutes long. So I just pick one based off of how I'm feeling that day. I pick a meditation or hypnosis that speaks to me, um, you know, however I'm feeling. And sometimes, depending how I feel, I might do a second one. So this is where some of that variation again comes from is like, I no longer just like go by, like, I no longer just go by the, the, this is what I need to do. I go by what I feel like I want to do. I go by my feeling. I go by what I need. So some days I listen to one and I move on. Some days I, I really feel like I just want to be deeper into my subconscious and I really need to do that and I really need to tap into my body and stay in my body for longer periods of time. So that's what I do first thing. So I keep the lights off and it's perfect because my husband's still sleeping he'll, and he typically gets up, you know, within... 30, 40 minutes of whenever I first wake up in the morning. So by the time I'm done with my meditations, he's usually up and then I, or close to being up and then I'll turn a light on, my night light on, my bedside light, and I'll do some journaling. So this is the second part that, you know, of second importance, I like to say, because meditation hypnosis is definitely my top priority. If I don't get anything done, I like to get in at least a hip, a meditation um, because, like I said, it's the most beneficial to me. Um, I think it's the most beneficial probably out of all the things that I do in my morning routine um, because it's really not only just tapping into my mind, but it's tapping into my body and getting me centered in my breath, getting me to feel like where it is, you know, to clear any tension that's, you know, I woke up with, clear any anxieties. Um, so I love kicking off with that, but journaling is, is my second favorite. So I love setting my intention for the day. I literally will write out at the top of the page what my intention is. My intention is to feel X, Y, and Z. Um, or to X, Y, and Z, <laughs> you know, it's usually always based off of how I want to feel. So I'll literally write that out and it, some days I'm really detailed, some days I'm not. Um, 
but I'll just literally write out to my for myself like how it is that I want my day to go like what's my intention for today and with the planner that I'm currently or journal I'm currently using it's called the aligned planner um it was a gift from my mentor but previous to this I have always used a notebook like a blank notebook like I said I used um I don't know if I mentioned this but I've just you know I've hopped around like I've never done just one thing um the most thing I've done the most consistently I would say is just use a blank journal and I just kind of follow this flow and depending on if I am using a, an actual laid out journal journal like the start today journal this aligned journal I really actually enjoy but it's a quarterly journal it goes by quarters um, so you have to buy the journal every three months um, because it's all about like setting your intentions for the quarter of the year that quarter of the year what you want to achieve by the, that how you want to feel how you want what you it works from the be do have model which is what I've really come to um, the which is the mindset practice of which I function from now. Uh, the programming, which I function from, which is more of the energy model versus the material model, which is pretty much what our collective conscious society basically is, functions from, is materialism and, you know, like the things we have and that those things driving us versus who do I need to be in order to do the things I need to do to have what I need to have so really tapping into what we want how we want to feel now versus waiting for the thing to show up to really allow us to then feel those feelings does that make sense so that's what this journal is really like that's the that's the um whole wisdom around it of how the person that created it why my mentor gave it to me um so I really enjoy it but you know like I said so it I but I don't know if I'll use it forever so it's something where it's personal preference use what works for you but you could do these things like I plan to do these things even if I because my journal is actually almost up with a blank piece of paper okay so I set my intention and then it kind of has like a little section where you can write out what's what's on the docket for the day so I usually will just like write out I literally write out morning routine workout feed feed ready um if I have a call that day I will write in the time of my call if I have other errands or something I want to run I'll put those in a doctor's appointment whatever it is um or work if I have to go to the hospital and then over on the other side is the actions like what other actions do you need to take today or do today so this is where I before it was looked like this in my, this current journal I would literally just write like a to-do list and I used to write one through five things and I picked that up from the start today journal um so five things I wanted to do and the whole concept of that is that you know you're typically never going to get all five things done most people have way longer to-do lists but it was just like again taking away that unrealism they're uh, they're releasing that expectation from yourself and being more realistic about what you can actually accomplish in a day but I shortened that to three so on my actions list I don't ever list more than three things because being a mom and being a you know self 
business owner, like working from home, having my own business, you know, having so many, wearing so many different hats, I just know, I just know myself. And I know that the more I put on my to-do list, the more overwhelmed I might feel. And also I'm just going to not feel as good. I'm not going to feel as successful by the end of the day if I just load myself up with things that truly don't even matter. <laughs> so I focus on the things that really are going to move me forward or really make me feel like accomplished or really just kind of ease me. Um, so that might be recording a training, recording a podcast episode, um, making sure that I call up my family, you know, like something, something I keep forgetting to do, like calling my financial advisor setting up an appointment, whatever, that's going to like finally clear that space out of my brain and move on, right? So that's pretty much what um, the first part of my journaling process looks like. And then the second half is gratitude. And then, um, so I like to really like to, I've always done gratitude whenever, as long as I've been journaling, I've always loved doing some form of gratitude whether it be three things, five things, or just like writing as much or as, as little that comes to mind um, of what I'm grateful for. And I just feel like focusing on gratitude is such an abundant mindset. Really focusing on the things that are working for you versus the things that aren't, right? So I write five things that I'm grateful for, and I really like to get specific on these things. I like to right in detail. And I used to be pretty vague. I used to be pretty like, um, I'm grateful for my husband. I'm grateful for my house. I'm grateful for, you know, um, my job, right? Those are very like vague things. And I find the more specific we get, the more we tap into the feelings and the more we tap into that manifestation that everyone loves, right? You, you want to create more of the things you want. So I feel like the more specific you get, the more you're likely you are to do that. So I like to get like, you know, I'll say, I often do say, you know, my husband, and this has also been a really powerful thing for me, um, working through our marriage and just strengthening our relationship, which I'll totally go into with another episode, but, you know, really getting into detail of what it is he's done or it has made me feel that I'm so grateful for. Like, I'm so grateful for my husband for being such a hard worker and working every night on our nursery or being, you know, I, I'm so grateful for my husband for spending time with Rhett this evening and being such a good father. Like, I'll really, like, get specific. Um, and then the next piece of that uh, is pretty much a follow-up of my intention. So the next, I like I said, this journal works from the be, do, have. So basically, this, the next thing that it goes into is because I love myself, this is another like little prompt, a little thing that you can just write out for yourself is because I love myself, I will allow myself to blank. I will allow myself to feel, I will allow myself to have, I will or do, I will allow myself to have, etc. So I usually write something 
that's it's usually jams off of whatever my intention is for the day because obviously that's where my focus is so if my focus or my attention is to be empowered or to really feel empowered throughout my day and to trust and allow um you know something to happen I will write out because I love myself I will allow myself to feel at peace throughout my day look for signs that things are flowing in the right direction and allow the universe to bring me blank at the perfect time so that's I I feel like (laughs) it's kind of hard to explain um when you're not looking at it but it's really just continuing to reiterate what it is that you want to feel throughout your day to allow yourself to have the outcomes that you desire. And the last part is open journaling. And this is something that I'll either just write mantras out, affirmations. Sometimes I write, you know, I follow a journal prompt, whether it's one of my own that I've created um, or one, some, a one from my mentor or literally I'll just anything that comes to mind. A lot of days, sometimes if I'm really struggling, like with scarce, you know, I have scarcity mindset coming up or, you know, whatever, I'll write at the top of the page signs that of what's working for me. And I'll literally jam, you know, as many things as I can write of things that I've noticed in the last 24 hours that are proof that things are flowing in the right direction for me. Um, or things are going right. And it really just, again, gets me back into an abundant mindset, grateful mindset. And it just feels really freaking good. (laughs) So that's one of the things I like to do. Or, you know, like there's so many different journaling exercises that I have, um, that I do have with my clients or that I've learned from my mentor. But, you know, if there's a fear coming up for me or I've been triggered by something, I really usually like to address that, Um, take inventory of the fears that are coming up, turn those into affirmations. So, yeah, that's the journaling section. Um, And then I end with reading. So what I've found at this season of my life is that reading is a joy. Reading is you know, great. And I obviously learned so, you know, a lot of, I learned things from the things I'm reading. Currently I'm reading the Bradley Method, um, birth book. And, but I also know that it's not absolutely pertinent for me to get that reading in every single morning. I can sneak that in during nap time or sneak it in even during the evenings, which is what I've been doing somewhat recently. Um, so I usually like to just save like a few minutes for reading, um, whatever personal development book or book I might be reading at the time. But like I said, it's one of those things that if it happens, great. If it doesn't, oh well. And when it comes to the journaling, it's the same thing. Like my most important thing, if I, if I am already journaling, but I hear my son getting up or I know I'm running out of time to get my workout in, um, I will make sure I write my intention, write out actions, and write out my gratitude. And um, because I love myself, you know, this is what I will allow. But I won't maybe do the full journaling. And I won't, you know, focus so much on writing out, planning out my day or whatever. I just focus on, like, the nitty-gritty. And 
then I usually try to get my workout in. I've been really just going with my flow and going with my season, trying to get in a 20-30 minute workout before my son gets up and I make his breakfast. But some days he's already up. <laughs> and so I will go and get him up and get his breakfast going, get him settled, and then I will do my 20-minute workout in my bedroom, <laughs> wherever I need to, um, to make sure I get it done. And, you know, like I said, that's not always ideal. Obviously, those types of workouts, um, more interruptions take place or whatever. But because I took that time for myself, because I, you know, still... I didn't beat myself up because I didn't get up at exactly 5 a.m. Because I didn't beat myself up because I didn't have time to do all of the things. I still go into momming into that next part of my day into my workouts. I still go into it so much more centered and at peace and able to ebb and flow with whatever comes because I took the time to love myself first. And because of my mindset around my routine. And that's what I really wanted to drive home with this. Is I want you to create a routine for yourself. That you look at the things that you love. You look at the things that you need. That make you feel your best. Maybe it's not meditation. Maybe it is reading right now. Maybe you know you only have one thing that you like to do to every morning before you get up and shout whatever you, whatever flows for you and feels good for you that's what I want you to how you I want you to design your routine because that's what these routines are all about it's not all about doing exactly what I'm doing or doing what someone else is doing it's doing what makes sense and feels best for you with where you're at in your personal growth and your personal journey in your season of life. So I hope that this was helpful. I, like I said, I intended this to be so much shorter than um, it, it has become, but I'm just so thankful that I did and I shared this because it's been something that I have really truly thought about so much um, over the last few months and I've always wondered about it and I've always wanted to take a deeper dive into this and share really about my philosophy and mindset around it and what has changed because I never want someone to just look and see that I do a morning routine and think that I'm somehow better than you right? I never want you to look at my chapter 20 and think that your chapter 10 is less worthy. I never want to ever, that's why I started this podcast. It's why I, it's why I continue to share on social media. I don't, I want to break down the walls and I want to break down the, the, I, I want to, I want you to see how real life flows for me and how I am no better than you and that we are all on our own journeys we are all here for our own purposes and we learn from each other we grow learning from each other we grow amongst each other but there is no better or worse there really isn't 
So I hope that this was helpful and I hope that I've inspired you in some way um, going forward with your own daily routine. Maybe you took something away from this. Maybe you didn't. Or maybe it just gave you a deeper understanding or maybe it's given you a, you know, something to reflect on um, and really dive into um, your own morning routine and feeling into how it feels for you and where you're at with it. But either way, please let me know in the show notes um, or not the show notes, in the comments if you enjoyed this episode, what you enjoyed. Let me know about your morning routine. Let me know if this really hit home for you in some way, shape, or form. And as always, I appreciate you. I'm so grateful for you. Thank you for listening in today and listening to this podcast. It truly means the world to me, and I'm just so excited. Still, like, every time I press record, it's still just, I feel so grateful for this platform. And I cannot wait to see it grow, and I cannot wait to continue to share. And I hope that you have a beautiful rest of your day, and we shall chat soon. Thank you so much for listening to the Lovely Life Podcast. If you resonated with this episode, please take a screenshot, post it in your Instagram stories, and tag me at Lovely Life Tribe Co. Because if you connected with this episode, it's likely your other friends will too. So until next time, keep growing, keep shining, and keep building that life.